So, Mark, we're losing a well-known restaurant in town in uh, Walker's Point. What's happening? Well, it's just another in kind of a string of these high-end restaurants, or just restaurants in general that are closed in Milwaukee so far in uh, 18. And this circuit is maybe well-known, uh, run by the uh, chef who also operated and unfortunately had to close Karashas. This is a hard business, hard environment right now. I think, you know, we've always asked the question of have we over-restauranted our area? There's a lot of restaurants in Milwaukee, and I've seen studies that show us that we're actually higher than a lot of other cities per capita for the restaurants we have here. So I think, you know, I think you've seen that. I think you're seeing restaurants that, you know, I mean, in this case, he was hurt by the efforts at Rosh's and kind of what happened there. But there have been some other restaurants over the past few months that have already closed this year, some very well-known ones. So I think we're at a time period when people are figuring out where to go, figuring out what works and kind of what doesn't. But bottom line is that's a hard industry to, to really succeed in. Well, to what degree is this going to alter the field in terms of Milwaukee in recent years has really gotten become recognized as, as a place to go out and dine? It is, and I don't think that's going to change. I think this is more so you're seeing things that work. I think I think also for a restaurant, they have, you know, some, I mean, the majority of them have a life cycle. You know, how many years that work, whether it's a trend or really not a trend. I think, I don't think it'll change. I think there's always going to be a lot of restaurants here. I just don't know if the city can support them at the level it was. And, I th- and actually, the one thing I've also heard is downtown. We have not seen a lot of growth terms of the number of individuals who live downtown, so it's hard for that to support that. Foxconn has chosen its general contracting team, uh, and there's a lot of homegrown talent here, huh? There is, with Joe Bain is one of the leaders of that team. You have Sigma on it, but this is a huge contract. They're bringing in, they're bringing in, in a national firm also, M plus W. This is the one that everybody was after. This is the plant. This is the, you know, $10 billion project, and there was a lot of interest in it, but there's going to be a lot of more work with this. There's the road work. There's the infrastructure work. There's the retail, the housing. You know, there's going to be a lot of construction that's going to happen around that area for years to come. $10 billion construction enterprise is what we're talking about here, just to, just to build this thing. How challenging? is that going to be in terms of timetable, coordination, materials, transportation, just to and from the construction site? Uh, it's going to be amazing. When you think about the arena, I mean, the arena was 500, basically $500 million. So this is 20 times the arena. And that was a that was a very hard one to schedule in terms of all the roads around there, you know, all the people working on it. So, you know, they're talking about, you know, upwards of 10,000 workers on site mm. in terms of the building of this plant. You know, it's going to be done in phases, so that'll be part of it. But no, think of all the steel, think of all the aluminum, think of all the chairs, Mark, windows, all the, everything that you think about from a, from a construction project, it's just going to be that much larger here. Yeah, as you mentioned, not, not just the construction itself, but the detail that goes into the construction. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be something. Um, it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch when you think about it. We've never seen anything like this. You know? yeah. And as I said, probably our largest projects we've seen that, that are not even close would be the NML headquarters, the arena, and then obviously the stadium. S.C. Johnson uh, cutting jobs and uh, in part locally here in Racine area. What's happening? And up to 400 workers uh, actually are going to be let go. Not all locally here, but there are some in the Racine area. This is a matter of a company trying to figure out its growth pattern and uh, you know, kind, of, kind, of a really, kind of changing world. They have not made any cuts for a long time, so this is kind of a something that's new for them, but they're trying to figure out exactly kind of what the right level is while at the same time having money for growth, acquisitions, and other things. So, you know, this is a well-known, huge employer in the area. It's, it's hard to see this happen, but, you know, probably not horribly surprising. More movement this week regarding uh, efforts to host the 2020 National Democratic Convention in Milwaukee. How big of a challenge is that? 
I mean, this is a tough one. You know, Milwaukee would be the smallest city ever to host it, but you know, the organizers or the people who are after this really feel very confident it could happen. Obviously, our new arena is a huge drawing point in this kind of, kind of looming effort. This one's a mission to watch because this would bring in 50,000 individuals. You know, it would have a huge economic impact. On the other side, it would cost anywhere between 60 and $80 million to actually put on over that time period. All that money would have to be raised both here locally and kind of and also nationally. So this is a tough one. We probably will be up against some much larger cities. Think about think, think about the last ones. They were in Philadelphia and in Cleveland. Uh, but if it happens, the focus here would be amazing. You'd have the world's eyes, I and mean, obviously our nation's eyes, but I think the world's eyes on our city for four or five days to show off our new arena, our lakefront, all the things that are going on. So it would be a wonderful thing. Uh, the organizers are saying even if they don't win, if they become a finalist, it's great for the city because it, shows, it kind of puts us on a national map. We're going to be on the national map at the same point. Uh, in some respects, it's a double-edged sword it's got to go really well and this city has to be putting on its best image otherwise there can be a negative side to this couldn't there oh that's that could be very negative i mean it's a risk but they feel comfortable with all the things happening in the city all the growth in the downtown area is a chance to draw tourism and then i mean kind of what they think of the economic impact of this is not only the event but it obviously would be kind of what happens after us but you're right all the eyes are here and if anything would happen obviously that would be bad for us but it's a challenge you have to take and kind of a risk you have to take because the economic impact is worth it Sure. A lot of it has to do with the politics inside the building, how well the convention itself went, the dialogue, exactly. the exchange. And, yeah. and, then, and then also, who's you know who's the candidate? Are they popular? You know, I mean, it, it's just, the, I mean, there's a lot of wild cards, but I think they feel in the end it's worth it. Buka's Restaurant, now closed, but they're looking at that property as a potential high-rise. We've got a lot of those in town right now. Well, Is there room have, for one more? We have apartments everywhere, Mark. Every time I turn around, there's another project being built for apartments downtown area. Yeah. And I I think we're getting to that point now where we're using to see if that one happens, if they all happen, who's renting these apartments? Like, as I mentioned to you earlier with the, with the issues with all the restaurants in town in terms of the growth of, of the downtown area, we haven't seen as much, much growth in terms of our population down there. So it'll be interesting to see if they're successful or, or who it comes at the expense of, because who's moving downtown? It's, it's, you know, it's only empty nesters who are looking for condos at times or apartments or the millennials who are there for a year or two or three or four, and then they move out as they grow their families. I think we're getting to that point now where I'm not sure if all of them are going to happen. Mark, overall, you're still feeling good about the region business-wise. I mean, we're, we're hearing and reading about mixed news uh, right now, but still, are you, are you feeling, are you high on the region? I am. I think we're going to always have some setbacks. I think the economy nationally is kind of uneven right now with what's going on with, you know, with the economy and the reaction to tariffs. But here locally, you're still seeing a lot of growth, obviously, with the arena coming on board over the next few months, some of the other projects that are underway downtown with Foxconn. Its economic impact is going to be for years to come. So, I mean, I think you feel pretty strong about the region, but the economy, it'll be interesting to watch in a couple months how it reacts. If this is just a cycle or this is actually the start of a downward trend. Mark Cass, Editor-in-Chief, Milwaukee Business Journal. Thanks so much for your time and expertise, sir. No problem, Mark. You have a great week.